Okay, Paul. So it's actually, there is one thing that's different from last time you were here. Uh, you, I say, start the party, Dan, now to start the show and you get to tell me how to say it. Like I a character. Yeah. Like yeah. a character or a voice or whatever you want. Oh, okay. It's a lot of pressure. Okay. So you tell me how to do it right now, right now. Yeah. I want Bruce Lee in his most Hong Kong accent. <laughs> uh, John did that one last week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no. So we'll have no, to do a different one. Yeah. No one's going to listen to this episode. I got canceled last week for doing the Bruce Lee Hong Kong accent. Oh my God. I don't, I don't think I can do that. I think I get, I think I get canceled. I think you I might get in trouble way. for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can do, Go ahead. Do it like uh, the father from a uh, 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 fucking um, Succession. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian, Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah. How does he talk? I've never seen it. He's Scottish. Oh, okay. And he's very, uh, he's very angry and very okay. uh, gruff. Okay. Yeah. Does he have like? And he's got like a Scottish like brogue type thing. It's not very slight. Yeah, yeah. Like slight. I think in real life he has it's it's much stronger, and I think it's just a little bit. For I the see. Show. Yeah. Okay. Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. No, absolutely okay. not. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I could dial into was like Scottish curlers because I just watched them in like the Olympic gold medal finals. Right. So. No, well, I, what I does think he talk did... like on succession? Like Stefan, what it, you do it then? What's a closer, I'm not doing uh... no, I mean we know how my impressions go. <laughs> uh we could just have Dan like play a clip of, of him for us right now. Okay. I will, yeah. I will not be doing that. Okay. Okay, we won't yeah, do that. That's fine. Anyway, that's okay. Hello, friends. Dan's the one in charge, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This episode number 174. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is a returning guest to the program, uh, a very accomplished podcaster in his own right. You may know him from the Black Tapes or the Big Loop. Paul Bay is here. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. Hi, guys. Good being here. Thanks for having me back. Oh, thanks for coming yeah. back. I remember, you know, people, I, I remember your episode specifically it. because um, we did a top three, which was top three like items you'd want to have like during an earthquake. And yeah. I think my number one item was tomato paste for some reason. Because <laughs> I was like, I would eat the I'll, tomato paste. But I'll be honest. Every time I look at my uh, cupboard and I restock on tomato paste, I giggle because I think about you <laughs> eating that shit. Well, while the rest of us are dining out on chickpeas, I just anyway. I, I want to clarify. I meant the tomato paste that has like the oregano in it. Oh yeah, the one with like the yeah. spices in it, not like just the. Regular. Does that make it better? I feel like that doesn't really improve it. I all think it would much. improve it slightly, right? Like a little bit. <laughs> it's got some greens. You could pretend it's a salad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What? Why was your? What was your justification for that again, Stefan? That it was a canned good that I I could just like eat spoonfuls of i guess oh god <laughs> so <laughs> all concentrated tomato paste yeah oh, i mean i thought i would get good I, you know what it is is that when i make pizza sauce i'll I'll use tomato paste 
And I will often, um, I'll like, I won't have like an entire spoonful of it, but if there's a bit left on the spoon, I'll, I'll like lick the spoon. Right. So it's almost like a little bit of like a nostalgia thing, maybe where it's like, oh, this that brings me back to like. wouldn't even occur to me with tomato paste to lick the spoon. I don't think. No, it tastes good. No. It doesn't feel like a product where I'm like, I got to, li- I got to get, I got to lick the spoon on this one. You got to try it sometime. I, so I want to talk, John, you have, you, you probably have like COVID right now, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we're well, powering we talk- through. You- we were supposed to do two episodes today. Yeah. yeah. So if you listen, if you tuned into the stream on Friday, which by the way, thank you, we raised over thirteen thousand dollars for Wavaw with our uh, six-hour stream on Friday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so if you tuned in, we had some great guests. It's available on our Twitch too. If you missed it and you want to go back and watch some of it, uh, the newlywed game was was a particular highlight. We had a nice time. Uh, but yeah, so I I think well, obviously we talked about how my partner Becca has COVID or had COVID. Yeah, is she then, doing better now? She's yeah, she's on the mend okay. now. She's finished her five days. She's feeling pretty good now. Um, and so I was like on the edge of being like, I kind of, even on Friday, you could probably hear it. I had a bit of a sore throat. I was like kind of on the edge. And then I think streaming for six hours yeah. uh, fully like killed me. Yeah. The, that was like, you know, the Lord was like, thou shalt not twitch or whatever yeah you and powered I through though I, I was impressed you took the test on stream it was negative oh yes i did take a covid test live that was negative yeah so um yeah. but you know I, i'm i'm glad you're well i know i'm what was i gonna say you're not feeling bad you're feeling very bad right now i'm not glad you're feeling bad yeah. for the record i'm feeling really bad but you're glad that maybe i don't have covid i've taken three tests yeah. all negative yeah so so i, I don't know i it could be. I mean, I'm, I feel like I, I've taken a few of the rapid tests and I feel like I'm not doing it right every single time. You know, like I'm not yeah. putting it far enough back. I'm not leaning my head back far enough. I'm not holding my nostril for long enough or whatever. I'm not mixing it properly. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, have Paul, have you taken any of the, the rapid tests? No, this is the longest I've gone without being sick. Seriously, ever since the pandemic started, I just haven't gotten sick. Yeah. I feel like Compared to when I was a high school teacher, oh my god, I was oh. notorious for maxing out all my sick days. Because if a student came in with the sniffles, yeah. guaranteed, I knew I'm like, oh, that fucker's gonna get me sick. <laughs> and I would and within three days, I, I knew I'm coming, coming down. I caught everything, yeah, and I hated it because I get ever bank those sick days, um, and it, and, it, and it sucked. But ever since when I quit teaching, I got sick maybe twice a year, like just a regular flu. Even though I'm getting vaccinated and stuff, you know, those aren't exact. But then uh, since the mask wearing, I think that's the yeah. difference. And the wiping down in the hand. One of those things is, is making a difference. So, uh, yeah. When's the last time you got sick before this time, John? Well, so I was in the same boat as you. I mean, obviously, I'm a teacher as well. And um, I got... Uh, so I'm sort of the same boat would get sick. I get sick like once a year usually. Um, when I first started teaching, though, that's always fun. Your first like two years of teaching, you're sick basically the whole time. It's like you're just your body's getting every variation of every disease you could possibly get. Then it mellows out a little bit after that. But yeah, so I hadn't been sick. Same as you. I had like two years of not being sick. Then I got sick in December. I flew to Calgary uh, to do a show and I flew home and I got like immediately sick and I was positive I had COVID because the show was like in a theater. There was like 1700 people there. It's Alberta. No one was wearing a mask. So, and I obviously like took a plane. So I was like convinced I'm like, I have COVID. And then I took a true test, like went to like a testing center, didn't have it apparently. Um, And then, yeah. And then this time too, I keep testing negative, but 
Yeah. This, so this is usually I get sick like once a year. So even for me to get sick, like three months apart, very rare for me. So I yeah. don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm, I'm falling apart. Here. I, I think for me, I've just noticed, like I haven't gotten sick since the start of the pandemic, but, uh, my allergies have gotten worse. And it also feels like w- when, when there's like, yeah, COVID going around and I'm, I'm sick for my allergies. Like I I'm like, Oh, this, I hope this is my allergies. You know what I mean? But I also feel like as I'm getting older, like last year on my birthday, uh, we went to the park just for like the afternoon to just like kind of hang out. And I was just like, my eyes were like, so just like red and puffy. And I was like, just like tear and like snot streaming down my face. And it was just like miserable. So I feel like my allergies have gotten worse, but overall, uh, I'm just like not getting sick anymore. I'm going to the Canucks game tonight, uh, like masked up and and everything, obviously. Um, and I feel like this is the first sort of like big event because I, I think there's no distancing and there's no masking yeah. at the game anymore, which is insane. There's no masking. I went last week and there, there was like, I would say walking through the concourse, um, it was like 90% of people were not wearing masks. That's insane say. to me. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember uh, the last time I got sick, I had the sniffles was when this pandemic all started. I was in LA with doing meetings and pitching and all that kind of stuff. And it was the end of February, just when the news of this virus coming out of China was happening. And my wife was in the hotel room with a, with a cold. Right. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm at this taco place by myself drinking a Corona and I'm watching this thing, this news and and the bartender turned it up so everyone could hear it because everyone's really nervous about it. I'm thinking, do we have to go back now? And I'm watching this thing. And I noticed I'm the only Asian person in this, <laughs> in this restaurant. And they're talking about, well, we have to stop tourists from China. And I'm like, oh, geez, this is getting me really uncomfortable. And then I'm eating a taco chip and I choked. Oh, and no. they're talking, <laughs> and I started coughing like crazy. And the whole place went quiet. And I quickly recovered. I turned around. I lifted up my beard. I said, it's okay, folks. This is the only Corona you got to worry about. Dead silence. Like not a laugh. And in that, you've heard this, John, as a comedian, like not a laugh. And then this. Nelson from Simpsons, like, ha, ha, from the bartender down the bar. He was mocking me. Oh. And he gave me a free beer for it because it was like a pity laugh. Yeah. But uh, oh. that was the last uh, scratchy throat I've ever had. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. And that, like, I'm honestly, the best part of that story for me is you might have been the first person on earth to make that Corona Corona. Joke. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I actually so. the most important, like, because obviously that that joke was played out like, three hours after it started to spread on Twitter, but you might've been the first guy to ever do it. So With I'm actually prop. impressed. And you had the, the yeah, yeah, and the the prop. yeah. <laughs> it became hack five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cause uh. that's like, cause definitely I would feel like in America too. I mean, you're not Chinese. So I, but I feel like in America, even more so than here, there, there's no, everybody who's Asian is Chinese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, even here, <laughs> That's true. I mean, I feel like there's got to be a, you know, I feel like people here are maybe better. I'm, I would say I'm better at differentiating if I know the name. Yeah. You know, if you know a person's yeah. like last name, then you can be like, okay, that's from here, here, but yeah, this you're is right. the uh, race is. science section of the pod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We do this with all of our guests. Uh, no, <laughs> my favorite is the Asian on Asian racism. Like my, my wife's Chinese um, and her relatives, when I first met them, they kept forgetting I'm Korean. So we'd be at a China, you know, be at a, a family gathering, and oh, no. an uncle would come up, slap me on the back, and start speaking Chinese to me. And she'd be trying to interrupt. I'm like, no, don't. I'll keep this going. Just keep <laughs> this going. I want to see how long it takes. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. 
That's um, what people do to Stefan, except it's German. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am thinking of doing one of those. Uh, well, I was looking into it. There's like the uh, 23andMe or whatever. Irene and I both want to do it. Um, but like there's two issues with it. It's like it's like $300 or something for like the, the test, I think. And then also uh, <laughs> they like sell your information to the government or whatever, too, uh, yeah. which is maybe the worst part. <laughs> Um, but it would be is that the of, one where you find out like what percentage uh, thing yeah. you are or whatever? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and like I'm adopted too, right? So it would be yeah, I so think, you like, would extra you interesting no. uh, for me. But I don't know, like, I, but I'm also like, so the the government kind of like knows everything about me anyway at this point, right? Like, <laughs> what what's so? The, oh, they have my spit. You know, is it spit? You send them spit in the mail? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's a swab in a swab? container. Okay, yeah, that yeah makes you sense. do like a swab of your okay. cheek or whatever. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. My buddy did that, and he's the most crane-looking guy I've ever seen in my life. And when he told me he did that, I'm like, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, <laughs> what do you think you were? Like, you are, when you look up Korean in the dictionary, it's your fucking face. Like, <laughs> he's like the typical Korean. Yeah. He was, I don't know, I thought I might have a little Japanese or Chinese. I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that actually has to be really disappointing. If you pay 300 bucks and it just comes back and it's like 100% Korean and you're like, my mom and dad are both Korean and I'm 100% fuck. Yeah. Like, it's gotta be like the, feel like you wasted your money. I'm not even like 1% like Bahamian or something like yeah. that. <laughs> I, had a, I had a buddy who I think the best way of doing it was he, similar situation to Stefan, uh, where he was adopted, but is also mixed race, but he never knew like what the, like he was pretty sure he was half white and, and some sort of African Afro Canadian or Caribbean, like he didn't know. And so he like sold like raffle tickets, I think to like pay for it, but he was like, what do people think I am? And then people could like buy into this pool <laughs> to like guess like what the highest percentage would be. And then I think it, it ended up being that it was the, the highest was like Bermuda, like that they thought he was maybe from the Caribbean in Bermuda. I think it but, also yeah. tells you if you have any like uh, Neanderthal in you or whatever as well. <laughs> I, like, I think that's part of it. And then right. um, I feel like there's something with um, like Genghis Khan as well. I think there might actually be some information on that. Um, if you yeah, have, you're one like, percent Genghis Khan. Yeah, because he has like however many descendants or whatever, right? Um, right. So right. I think there's also that extremely useful information too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I, I do kind of want to give it a try. I am, I am interested. I mean, it's it's either it's Scandinavian or like German. I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. John, have you have you thought about doing it? No, not one time. Um, I just can't think of information I'm less interested in. I don't know. It's just like it doesn't. It. I just don't like for you, Stefan. One hundred percent. I. I totally think it's. In, it would be interesting being yeah. adopted and not necessarily knowing. I mean, I am just some kind of like Irish, Scottish, UK. Right. It, and then your family like, tree is all just like John Cullen, John Cullen, John Cullen. Yeah, as well, exactly. Right? So, my great grandfather, my great great grandfather's John Cullen, too. Yeah. So it's like, so you're you know, the fourth yeah. then? I'm five. You're five. Right. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. So it's just like, yeah, like you couldn't be more white than me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the fifth. <laughs> I'm the fifth. And we're definitely all from Britain. <laughs> So, God, God, Godspeed to me. I mean, I do have some 
indigenous uh, background because um, I know my my grandmother on my mom's side, I think is part Métis. Mm-hmm. So I have like some of that in me as well, but I think I'm like, it's like a one very thirty second. Or, yeah. yeah. I'm like one thirty second yeah. or something like that. The way that they like figured it out or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, I, but yeah, that was, that was interesting. Cause my grandma didn't find that out until she was like in her late fifties, early sixties. Um, so then it kind of became this thing of, of like, she wasn't sure if she was actually like st- a status, indigenous person because it was actually not that far removed from her. And so she kind of went through that whole process and yeah, it was, like, it was interesting, but yeah, it was sort of like, I mean, yeah, yeah. it would probably show up if I did the thing, but other than that white guy, I, I do have an update for you, John. Um, okay. I, I, I am drinking the guava LaCroix. Um, oh, yeah. I know you, you had that recently as well. There's the mm-hmm. three new flavors up here. Um, yep. I think it's my favorite LaCroix. Uh, I think it's better than the beach plum. It's better than the beach plum. I didn't try it. What's the other one? Wild blackberry or something? Black raspberry, yeah. which I have in the fridge right now, which is okay, but it's like a little medicinal. Taste right. Thing, yeah. Say. Paul, are, are you, yeah. I mean, John is a huge seltzer guy and he sort of got me into seltzer. Are you, do you have a favorite seltzer? We've been okay. So, so TV writers in LA, that, that brand is notorious because it's in every TV writers. Room, yeah. And half the writers, hate it and the other half don't mind it no one really loves it yeah uh my wife and i've been drinking that the last well since the pandemic started um uh, it started off as a joke like with me i gotta get ready for la because we thought we're moving to la yeah. and then the pandemic came, we it, it kept us here um but that we've been drinking the strawberry um i recently tried the one with the yellow can i can't remember what flavor that is uh the lemon cello i like that, that one yeah, that one's good yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. bad, but, I, but I, I really need a little bit of vodka yeah. <laughs> uh, to really punch it up. It's, it's actually great with, with vodka, a little bit of ginger ale to put, give a little bit more flavor to that shit. Uh, it's, it's, it's not bad, but it's, I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I haven't used it as, as, uh, as like a mixer, but that's, that's not a bad idea. I might, I might want to give that a try at some point. But I know, I mean, John, your favorite, you're sort of, you've kind of fallen off seltzer a little bit because you haven't been able to go down to Point Roberts to buy American seltzer. True. Yeah. True. But then I did also, but I found that uh, Dominion City seltzer uh, from Ottawa that I got shipped to my house after I found it in Toronto. Right. And it's really good. So that was, uh, so yeah, like I like, like I wish there was a brewery here that did like a craft seltzer. I'd be all over that. Like I know Phillips has their like spark mouth brand, but that's sort of more like commercially produced. Whereas like city seltzer, cause it's also a brewery in Ottawa. Um, you know, they produce the seltzer in the brewery. It's like, they do it all there. It's not like a commercial operation yeah. like the Phillips one is. So yeah, I wish like I actually, we went to Becca and I went to Savio Volpe, um, for her birthday a couple of weeks ago and they had a, a 33 acres seltzer. It was like, um, uh, hibiscus and Ooh. rose hips or something okay. like that. And I like, it was I like really their, good. I like their beer. I yeah. Do like their but beer I don't know lot. if you can just buy it in the store right. or like buy it at the brewery or not. I yeah. haven't looked into it, but yeah. wow, it was good. Okay. It had a nice, like nice, subtle taste. But yeah, I like Paul, I see what you're saying. Like I don't drink. So it's a little different. Like if I drank, I'm sure I would have had that and been like, well, let's get, let's kick this up a notch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the limoncello specifically seems like it would be a good mixer. Um, some of the other flavors, I, John, have you tried the, there's a coconut one, isn't there? Yeah. I've tried the coconut one. And there, is it any good? 
It seems that seems like the most insane of of the. I well, mean, we talked about with with Jamie Loftus. We talked about the polar seltzer flavors. They had what, s'mores. Oh, I think they have some. Yeah, they have some just insane ones. Yeah, yeah they they are like jelly the jelly bellies of seltzer, where they're just like, yeah, I would just put some right shit in here. And the coconut one I find is good if you are um, like really sweaty or like you know <laughs> like it's got like a oh, like if you just like worked out or whatever. It's like a refreshing. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, started to break up the seltzer talk. Have we started recording the show yet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have. Yeah, yeah. This I is the so. show, yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> it's is a seltzer show. show now. Yeah, the seltzer show, baby. It's been That's a seltzer show for about. like. I mean, how long have we? Almost. This is three and a half years, I guess. We've been doing this, right? Yeah, episode one seventy four. Jesus yeah. Christ! I mean, oh my god! Yeah, November will be four year anniversary. Oh my god! We should like. Uh, what do you want to talk about, Paul? We can talk about like sex and guns or whatever. Is that what you were hoping for? That's more like it, man. Okay. <laughs> but last, time, last time I was on the show, we were talking about your ass. You showed your ass. Oh, that's show. right. Was that how long ago since wow. I've been on? Yeah. I feel like you haven't done that for a while, John. Do you want to do that again? Well, the, the problem is I'm actually a little disappointed, but I, I I'll say this. My ass is shrinking. Come on. No. Yeah. Since my curling career has ended, really? my ass is actually a little bit smaller. I guess that makes sense. Because you had the bubble yeah. butt. That's what I, we're talking yeah. about. And I still had- do. I still do. I still got it a good wagon, but it's a little smaller. I mean, I can show you if Please you want. Please do. See, I, won't, I won't pull out my whole bare ass, but I am wearing sweatpants. Dan, get ready for the screen grab, obviously. Oh, I've got video going. So. Oh, yeah. That's guys, true, I guess. Yeah. Can you guys see that? It, like, do you think it looks still <laughs> pretty good? That's not bad, but it's, it's also good. like it could be the sweatpants as well. Like, it's it's you know what I mean? Like, it's not... I'm, yeah, they're doing a lot of work. Yeah, it's no. I mean, they're not. Well, okay. I mean, look, it's not that. Like here, okay. Sweatpants are doing. Whoa, whoa, not, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa! Sweatpants are doing that much work. Let's see. Well, oh, I guess not. Here, turn to the side. Let's see the full. No, it's still there. It's still it's there. Still, no, you still have a nice. You still have a nice. Yeah, you still got it, but yeah. Okay, thanks, guys. That's that's sort of the support I needed, you know. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Like when you stood up to show when you had your just your underwear on, I, I leaned around to see if I could get a better look <laughs> on this fucking video. Well, you said when I let me do that when you when you logged on the call, I said I was sick, and you said that your first thought was that I should put a mask on, yeah. <laughs> even we, though we're recording remote. Did, so. did we record remote last time, or were you were you in Vancouver for? No, we recorded remote. remote okay, I think. all right. Yeah. yeah, Paul lives. Paul lives out in the in the booth. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I do. You like how like how do you even come to Vancouver that often, Paul? Like you're no. not. Because no. you're what about an hour and a half outside of the city? It's not that far, actually. It's, oh, okay. it's, uh, it's Lions Bay, so it, it, okay. you know, in in regular traffic, it's forty five minutes to downtown. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but on, if you look on a map, it looks far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I do always enjoy the the dog pictures and the and the pictures of the deck and everything. Uh, it looks it looks great, and the dogs are. I mean, I think I've I've basically got my timeline now to where it's just like animal pictures. Uh, and, and your dogs are a big part of that. So thank you. Oh, dude, I've had to lock that shit down. I've had to like, my, my Instagram is now private. Like I'll, I'll accept anybody, yeah. but I can't just keep it open. People have been stealing my photos and really? putting it on their profiles. <laughs> oh God. Like, yeah. like what kind of profiles, like where they're pretending they own their own dogs or it's like relaxation pics. Yeah, 10, so 10 one, or... one, one dude was a crypto guy Okay, yeah. and he had, a, a, I had a, an early photo of me in bed with Ella, my youngest dog, you know, in bed with, you know, at my feet, sort of staring at me and the, and the windows in the background with the, you know, with the ocean and everything. Yeah. 
And it, it was a nice photo. And this guy had that as his first photo saying, life is good. <laughs> right? I'm like, what the fuck? Because someone sent it to me. And then his uh, followers said, hey, I just saw this guy. And he had like a whole bunch of followers. I'm, I'm looking and he's got all my photos, even my cooking photos. He goes, my favorite dish to make. I'm like, what the fuck? And so then he had another one with his dogs and someone's asking questions about the dogs. What their name, what are their names? And he just, he responded, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be the person. Oh he couldn't God. even bother to make up a name of his, of his three dogs. So I, I, I reported it as fake. And then I, you know, I sent him a little fuck you message and then I uh, blocked him. And then I, yeah, last I checked, he's been taken down. Yeah. But th- there's been a bunch of stuff like that where um, they'll try to, these crypto guys try to uh, uh, fictionalize a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. And I guess I got a nice variety of stuff, you know, for the dog people, for the outdoor people, you know, for the drinks, food people um, that I'm, I'm a, I'm a steel. Mine's very stealable. Yeah. I guess on, mm. on that level, it's almost like, it's not like an honor, but it's like, well, at least like people are willing to like for me and John, I don't think anyone's oh, yeah. like stealing art. It's like, photos. look at how good my life is. <laughs> I'm headlining a show uh, on a Tuesday night at 11 p.m. for 20 people at a <laughs> shitty bar in Vancouver, living the life. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be some, a screenshot of your butt, some guy with your butt on his yeah, Instagram. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that would be the only thing, maybe. Some guy yeah, stealing. You're pretty kicked like, up, uh, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's stealing my wagon. I maybe. could see people uh, stealing producer Dan's setup. I, I love, whenever, whenever I get on a Zoom call, like, we, we haven't been recording remote as much recently, but obviously uh, with John being sick, we kind of had to this week. But whenever we do, I always love uh, just seeing Dan on cam here with his setup and like, he's like always, just, he's glowing. You know what I mean? It looks I was gonna ask Dan, do you have a, does Dan have a filter on his thing? Cause he looks like, why do we look like shit? Dan, <laughs> looks, Dan looks amazing. It looks like he's ready to like, he's part of a documentary about what it's like recording high end podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am using a very expensive uh, camera and lens combination. Okay, so. all right. <laughs> but it looks how much? Uh, and you got like spill the, the spill the, the tea, Dan. How much too? is this camera? Yeah, how much? Lens? How much is it? I think between four and five grand. Okay, oh, all right. Oh, this boy's ready to rock. Okay, he isn't a Dan. If you were in a okay, let's pretend Dan isn't a high end documentary uh, or a documentary about producing high end podcasts. And there's oh maybe let's pretend there's a controversy like. Like I've been embroiled in a controversy. What are yeah. you? Uh, what's your comment on that? Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> okay, that's my boy right yep. there. That was a test. Yeah, and you passed. You passed. That's nice what work, I'm Dan. Talking about baby, that's right. I mean, you you use this for your your Twitch streaming, right, Dan? Whenever you stream. Yeah, I use it for my Twitch streaming, and yeah. I used to use it for like filming live events and stuff. But you got to stream happen. more because whenever I, I love watching you stream, and then I think the last time you did, you you posted something on Twitter about I'm playing the new Pokemon and I'm dropping a bunch of nasty farts right now, uh, and then I retweeted yeah. it, and like I think people were like into it. People wanted to, and you were dropping some really heinous farts also on Twitch. So Yeah, I was having a particularly gassy night, so I thought I should, you know, try and capitalize on it. Of course. And, uh, thank yeah, you again for thank you again for retweeting. Of course. That. I got made like ten bucks off of hey, it. Hey, there you go. Oh baby. Hey, you know what? My yeah. guy. Uh what did you eat that kind of caused that to happen? I don't remember. Okay. Probably just like McDonald's. Okay. And uh presumably Paul, I think you'll like this. Can uh Dan, can we get uh a water update? When's the last time you had a glass of water? Just the one that you brought to me in the studio, I believe. Okay, and that was about a month ago, right? Three weeks to a month ago, yeah, probably. Okay. 
<laughs> you, you, you on, drink water? The look on Paul's face right now. <laughs> I'm not Wait, a big water guy. <laughs> but, but, but you have it in other forms, like in coffee or tea? Yeah, I drink a coffee every day, and I'm drinking, like, Sprite Zero and stuff, so... Just water that's the only that. liquid you get in you? That's the only form of like, like that's the only source of liquid. Well, like, number one ingredient on this diet coke is carbonated water. So <laughs> it's, there's are water you, in there. Are you hooked up to an IV like below, uh, like off screen there? How are you I getting? Should, I probably uh, should. Why are you glowing? <laughs> it, we, you it doesn't make well. sense, Paul. We've tried to figure this out. He has great skin. He has great hair. Yeah, His hair shouldn't look like that. It's lustrous. Your hair is fucking lustrous. It's insane. You'll get lustricity from not, uh, not drinking it's, water. It's unreal. He's a medical mystery. We actually had. And you're wearing a toque. Yeah. You're wearing a toque. And, like you're, you're slowly perspiring that you might not see it, but you're perspiring out water. You oh, I can smell it. it. What is going on there? I'm, I'm so confused. It's $5,000 fucking camera and no water person. <laughs> you buy a lot of water with five thousand dollars. <laughs> Until you told me that, you look, you look like like you're in a documentary to explain about producing the Weekend Kid Rock collaboration in studio last time. But is that now, a thing? Like, all I can think about is that you're you're, you're desert man. <laughs> yeah, I should try and capitalize on this somehow. The my ability to not consume water. I you should. I, it's like supersize me, but for water yeah, consumption. Like and seeing how, you how long you can go. What's the longest you think you've gone without having a glass of water? <laughs> Probably like a couple months, two oh three months. God. You should do ultra marathons, man. Like <laughs> those people don't. They barely drink water. I always wonder, like how how they're able to keep going. With barely any water. You're one of those people. Yeah, Dan yeah. is one of those guys who has like like the freak, like genetic, like Michael Phelps, where like he doesn't produce like lactic acid or whatever. Like I don't Dan, know about that. that Dan is... has well yeah. you have to try Dan, it. You're wasting this, dude. Dan could be Dan, like an Iron you Man. Are, you yeah. should be an Iron Man, Dan. Oh my god. I don't know if I could do that. Animals of humans. I mean, I think you'll have yes. to work out a little like you'll have to, you know, build your way up to it, I think, obviously. But it seems like your body is capable of it, right? Or do you yeah. think I think I could get there because you don't really like move around very much that 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 means you don't have to have very much water. Also, you're almost like a camel. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I barely move at all. My I have my bed. On, I'd move my bed to my living room floor right now. So Wait, can, why did you so do that? It's just right there. Let's not get into that. But anyway, <laughs> OK, um, no, I mean, I kind of want to know. Well, I, I don't have a couch yet and I wanted to watch TV and not sit in this. <laughs> OK, chair, that makes so. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you lay in bed and watch TV instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's okay. fine. Yeah, that makes sense. So you have a one bedroom apartment that you're just not using the bedroom of. I mean, I'm using the bedroom. What is it? What are you using it for? I put the mattress in there sometimes. You know, I move <laughs> it around. Please tell me it's a waterbed. <laughs> oh my God. That would be under dad's like unfilling and refilling it all the time. <laughs> no, it's just one of those mattresses that came in a box. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like this. I like this because you know what, Paul? Like a lot of times, so I, I sometimes feel like the dad on this show. You know, I'm always like, I got to feel like I got to babysit Stefan and Dan. Yeah. And it's nice to have someone on the show older than me who also shares my concerns about Dan. This is nice. And understand, like, I'm coming from a very old school perspective. I'm, I'm mid generation X. We, no one drank water, no one hydrated. And even I'm offended. And concern for you, right? Like, I'm the guy who doesn't, you know, students drink water. I'm like, why do kids have to drink water these days? And then when I hear your story, I'm like, you got to drink water, dude. God, you know what we need to put out for merch? We need to put out a producer Dan water bottle. 
Oh where, yeah, you know yeah. you can, you know that you would get, be good. there's the water bottles where it's like uh it, it has like the measurements on it and it's right, like yeah. one hour, where two like, hour, whatever. We can do yeah. that for Dan, but it's one week, two week, <laughs> three week. <laughs> and, and the image should be a silhouette of what he looks like right now. With yes. the hair and the toque and the headphones. Absolutely. Have well, it glowing. We have the drawing. We have the oh. side profile drawing that, that Becca did of, of Dan and he looks it looks great. So okay, I think we yeah. we have to look into this water bottle. John, I think. Oh, uh, I think we can make it happen. I mean, with with our merch setup now on Teespring, we can make a lot of stuff. I actually learned uh, we can do NFTs if we want. Oh, so, we, could, we could just shut very easily get everyone even, extremely mad yeah. at us if we wanted to. Oh, oh yeah, joke about easily. that shit. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying it's set on T. If you log on to Teespring, the first thing it says is God. like instantly create NFTs. Oh, I looked, so. and you they don't have underwear on there at all. I know. Really? That's yeah. kind of surprising. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely be selling like I, like a producer bras. Dan mug and a water bottle. I think. I mean, yeah. the mug bras you drink coffee, right? would be good. Put uh, my face on the day. ass. Yeah, Dan, do you do you drink? Do you make coffee at home, or is it just you go to like Tim Hortons? Um. Well, lately I've been going to Tim Hortons because my coffee machine's fucked. I have to go get a new one. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I think ever since Paul said it looks like you're in like a documentary, we've turned this into like just a full on Dan interview. Um, yeah, that's making me a little uncomfortable, honestly. I'm. This I'm is sorry, a Dan, Dan documentary. It is revealing too much here. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, the mattress in the living room thing—you had a reasonable explanation for it, right? So I, I think you have nothing. You have nothing to hide. You have nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, yep. we're all very proud of you, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> We are. And actually, I do want to thank you again, because we didn't thank you at the end of the stream, but you ran that whole six-hour stream for us, and you mm-hmm. hosted everything, and it was very, very professionally done. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, no problem. And that actually is, part of that is going to be my social media update, which I'm, I'm excited to talk about. But uh, that was a lot of fun. That was good. I think, uh, I think John got bit by the, uh, the Twitch streaming bug. I think he wants, well, you got bit by some sort of bug, but I think you want to do more Twitch streaming on, on the Block Party account. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> okay. You sound a little more excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I it mean, was, yeah, yeah, people, you know, I, I always, you know, it, it's nice to be able to get negative feedback in real time. Exactly. I think that's always a <laughs> yes. positive of streaming, you know? Um, so yeah, it, 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 no, it was really fun. We, we had a ton of people come through and I'm, I'm and looking at Becca, the, Becca and I won the newlywed game against a couple I, that's been married. I'm going like to be talking years. about that because there were some really funny questions there. Um, or not questions, answers, yeah. I guess. Um, but I, I do want to sort of talk about Paul. I mean, you can see this right now, but, um, John's mic arm is like extremely long, right? In the, um, so that was sort of a big talking point of, of the stream was your, your mic arm. And Dan, I don't know. Do you have the the Photoshop version that our friend Captain Cacho made? I I th- might be able to find it. Okay, we'll we'll try and find it and and, and show it to Paul. But I I didn't want to. I know you're sick, John, but I feel like you don't want me treating you any differently because you're sick, right? No, I I do want to be treated different. It's not do you want like, to be nicer uh, to you? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. I do want that. I feel like be like having a cold is not like it's not like I have you know I I feel like. That's more of a like if I had a debilitating illness, and right? I'd be like, you know, well, look, but I mean, you I don't maybe want you have to treat COVID, me any different. Right? You might well, have COVID, true. So I guess that's true. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I, I going into this episode, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nicer to John. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and be a little nicer to John. Uh, mm. And I think overall, I have been. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess. so. But you just let me know, Paul. You can be mean to John. You're allowed to. That's you're as yeah. a, the guest. You can do whatever you want. 
I just can't take my eyes off that arm now. Now that you mentioned it, <laughs> just the way it's Fuck. positioned, it's like I'm looking at my mic arm, which is no, just a normal mic, and you're, that that's like double. That's that's a double stand thing going on there. It's industrial. It's like one of those power mechano sets. It's really it is like a very yeah. high end uh, mic is. arm. Uh, and it's also got like, so you can see it's got the little cover on kind of where the spring would be so that it's like, it's quiet as well. Um, where- but I, I, I like how, like, you know, the rest of us here were centered, like we're in the center of our thing, but John looks like he, he positioned himself to show off the arm. Yes. Like he's in the corner of the screen and he wants right. us to see the rest of that arm. That's why when you take a dick pic, you always stand just kind of out of frame. <laughs> Same kind of deal. It's like, whoa, this guy's taking up half this photo. So is that mic arm? Only, is that I mic just- arm only like two inches long then? No, okay. but the, uh, it's, I don't, okay. Like what, what do you want me to do? Like, you want me to put the camera over here and kind of do it like this? That's sort of interesting, that? actually. Um, but then you can still see quite a bit of the mic, yeah, the arm, mic arm, is, Okay. Yeah. Here's the Photoshop version. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really good. I love that. That's so nice. Uh, like, is this, you think this is better though? Um, yeah. I think so. Yeah. 100%. You get a bit more going on in the background there. You got the, the plant, you've got a little bit of the, you got the Funko pop back there. Um, yeah. the, the Toronto okay, Maple Leafs well, I mean, mascot. I've just, I try to have it sort of like head on, but I guess I could, yeah, I could kind of do it like, like I mean, this that. looks good. Then, you're sick. If you need, but then doesn't that look easy? Okay. That actually looks way worse. <laughs> it still looks massive. I think you're right. It's I think because, it's, it's closest so it's to the I camera, gotta, right? So I got, yeah, I got to put it on the other, like if I was going to do it, I would have to put it like yeah. this and well, then it would be. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> now just pan the camera. <laughs> oh my I'm, God. I, I've been doing this forever. That was the first time. The stream was the first time people ever really gave me shit about it. It's because I like to lean back yeah. in the chair while we're doing the thing. I think you know? what so it I is as well like... is that the mic arm is coming from like above. It's coming from like the yes. top part too. If it was yes. coming from the bottom, I think that would help a little bit. But that is, I mean, that's the fun of Twitch streaming, which I'm sure you knew already, I'm sure. But it is having people like, yeah, in real time, someone photoshopped something to like personally insult you. Uh, and it was great. It's a lot of fun, you know? Great for who? For me, I guess, and la- and the okay. and the viewers and Dan. I think you probably liked it too. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. That's yeah. why I put it on the screen. Yeah, like half the stream. <laughs> oh, Disgraceful. God. Uh, actually, well, John, I was going to ask you: Are you? Um, I mean, you said you don't. You said you just feel like you have a cold. Are you getting like the the taste stuff? No. So Becca has a bit of that going on. Okay. Because she almost burned our house down. Oh, uh, we should talk about stream. this. Yeah. No, I don't, she feels oh, bad okay. about it. I don't want right. to. I don't want to put any more. Uh, I don't want to put any more. But yes, basically, long story short, she put the kettle on. We have we have an old school like stovetop kettle. She put it on, didn't realize that, like, forgot that she had put it on. I was in the studio streaming. I came out to go to the washroom, and the whole apartment smelled awful. Like it smelled like something was on fire. And Becca came out of her room. And she was like, what's going on? I was like, do you not smell that burning smell? And I assumed it was coming from another place. And then she was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> I left the kettle on and it melted to the element. <clears throat> it had been on for so long that the 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 metal of the kettle, I guess. How is the cleanup to the after this? Well, uh, we had to get a new element and a new kettle. So, oh, my God. Damn. Anyway. OK, well. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to roast her for it. Cause everyone, yeah, we won't mistakes, roast her you know? for it. It happens, but she was like, 
Cause she was like, I can't smell it. Like it was a COVID right. thing. Like she came out and she was like, I can't smell anything. Right. So that's kind of what, cause she hadn't even, she didn't even realize that she couldn't smell stuff. Cause she was still tasting. Okay. Yeah. And then when, when that happened, she realized like, Oh my gosh, like I, so then she started trying to smell other things like essential oils and candles and stuff. And she was like, I can't smell anything. I feel like you could so. use that for like, uh, like bar bats and stuff. I mean, you wouldn't be in a bar with COVID, I guess, but, uh, like you could, you could take like, uh, if you had like a dog or something, you'd be like, I bet you I can, I can take a deep whiff of this dog turd without, without puking. I'll bet you like 50 bucks. And most people I think would take that bet. Right. Okay. No one. Yeah. I, I thought we disconnected there for well, a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, it's more just that we're getting insight into how your brain works. Like mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, getting COVID would actually be cool. Cause if you couldn't smell yeah, I'm a anything, very positive person, could, I'm, I'm trying to look on the bright side of bet, things here. You could bet your friends that you could take a deep whiff of a dog dirt and it wouldn't I, bother. I had a friend growing up who had nerve damage in his hand. And so he would bet people that they could stomp on his hand, uh, without him like, you know, crying. Is that how pain. he, is that how he got the nerve? Damage? No, I think, I, I think it was burned or something when he was, when he was younger, but, uh, he, he would like let people, we were like summer camp and he let people like stomp on his hand. And I mean, you know, you're like 12 years old. That's like the coolest thing you've ever seen. And I think it is, it's still pretty cool now. I mean, that's the same thing. I think I've talked about this before, but when I heard what leprosy was, uh, as a, as a kid where, uh, like you can't feel like, like the nerve damage, you can't feel things. So like, if you like, get a, an injury you don't like feel it or whatever but that's like a problem because eventually stuff will just start like falling off you or whatever but in my mind i was like oh that sounds great you can't feel pain that sounds really good yeah give me leprosy. that's like the Hell you yeah. know 10 year old logic but um for the record i just want to make it clear i know leprosy is bad now um so i've 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 learned i've grown um and john um i do want to roast you for the the mic arm just one last time it is so fucking long i'm sorry Okay. okay. I just wanted to get one more out there. Okay. Yeah. No, I just want. That, oh, was, that was it. Your I'm not, roasting, nothing specific. Just I just really wanted long. to remind oh. you. Yeah. And and. Uh, oh, I thought you listeers. were like teeing it no. up. I thought you were trying to be like. No, oh. I'm kind of tired today. You know. You know how it is. But can I ask what what were your uh, what were you looking for when you bought that? Like, were you looking online? Like, were you looking for like I want the sturdiest <laughs> thing in case shit goes down and I don't want to have to stop the podcast. I want something that's yeah. Sturd- sturdiness is what you're looking for. Or did you want? I said, that? I said, if there's an earthquake, <laughs> I ordered a 48 case of tomato paste and this mic arm. I was like, that's it. I'm going to be podcasting. Yeah, you're good until to go. No one could do it anymore. No, Paul, this is the sick part of this. You want to know the fucking sick part of this, Paul? You want to know the sick part of all of this? Dan, our producer, Dan just puts that image on the screen. Oh, your mic arm. So fu- guess who recommended this mic arm to me? producer fucking oh, Dan. Boy. okay so Listen. that that is i know nothing dan is like our our friggin a, our av genius over here he knows everything we wanted to redo the studio we bought these nice new fancy mics we got a new board i said what are good mic arms dan sent me a link and i just bought it so and it's great because dan setup looks awesome on screen <laughs> Like the setup he got for himself. Yeah, like, isn't that like, interesting? From the top is like, wow. and he gave you the most conspicuously, like the most conspicuous one that out of any of I've ever seen on a Zoom. This episode sucks. <laughs> I am never going to hear the end of this Mike Arm fucking bullshit now. This is going to be, this is like the time Stefan told everyone to send me that stupid Ghostbusters picture. And then I had to look at that for. What was the picture of again? 
Oh, that stupid ghost, whatever it's called. The, Munch. that oh, Muncher. Blue one? Muncher. Muncher. The new one from, from Ghostbusters. Uh, John, if it makes God. you feel better, my friend photoshopped my hair onto that and still sends me that to this day. So, <laughs> Okay, that does make me feel better. Speaking of feeling better, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media. Paul, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Oh, uh, so I've been obsessed with this. Um, okay, I don't want to say his name. Let's just call him Dave. He's okay. a screenwriter. So on Twitter, there's something called Screenwriter Twitter, and all the Hollywood screen, not all of them, but it, a lot of people follow it. You follow the hashtag. And there's so much drama every damn week. There's, and it's the stupidest drama. Like there's arguments about slug lines. Do you bold them or not? Uh, all caps. Like the really stupidest thing. Should you outline? And people get in trouble when they try to be prescriptive with a prescriptive tone. Real pros do this. But there's one dude, this Dave guy. I've, I, you know, I'm a, I like to think of myself as a nice person. Um, there's not too many people I hate, especially people I haven't met. But I took an instant dislike to this guy <laughs> right away. I, I, I remember uh, I, I was obsessing over it, and I'm like, I'm showing my wife, and my wife's like, "What? What? What? what what's? What's the issue?" I go, "Look at his face. He's got the most punchable face." Like she goes, "Oh, that can't be it." I'm like, "But read his tweets too." She goes, eh, "Yeah, together there's a kind of punchable combo there going on, kind of thing." And so this guy will always say stuff like, "You know, had I talked to my important producer friends, and they say if you." outline a certain way you're not a pro so he'll he'll that's his entry into these debates he'll try to shut down the debate by saying this is what my important friends say about you losers anyways it got him he sort of stepped over the line uh, a few months ago when he when he tweeted um because you know a lot of a lot of screenwriters like to celebrate right especially uh emergent screenwriters they go hey i, I signed an agent yay or i have a meeting wish me luck and i always like those ones you know you, you give encouragement this dude whose last uh, a produced credit was like 13 years ago for a made for TV movie. He hasn't done shit since <laughs> except brag about his friends. He goes out. I guess there was so much celebration going on this one day. I noticed it. I was really happy for everybody. And then I saw all these subtweets about if you, if you can't celebrate other people's celebrations, you're a fucking asshole. I'm like, Ooh, it's gotta be this dude they're talking about. And I guessed it. And he <laughs> tweeted out. You shouldn't celebrate unless you you sign the dotted line and the money is in your bank. There's no other reason to celebrate publicly. And he just got pounced on. And I'm like, I can't wait till this guy gets canceled. I can't wait till this guy. <laughs> this guy's definitely done something. Like, not just for words. You don't get canceled for words. But he's, at, he's definitely done something shady enough that he's going to get publicly canceled. Anyways, this week, my wish came true. Because, you know, not my wish that he did this. But it came out. People started releasing these screenshots of abusive, verbally abusive oh. emails they received. Especially towards women. Oh, like, he'll 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 send them emails like mimicking their tone like oh this is i'm i'm kirsten i'm an i'm an unpublished writer i'm really important Jesus. here's my like it was literally like that it's insane oh, enough no. sending like a nice email to someone but yeah. like but sending like and we've had a, a few guests who have who've dealt with uh we had maddie kelly on and she she dealt with like an email i wouldn't say stalker but a, a weird guy over email and being weird over email is just like it's such an insane move because also it's like really easy to search your email inbox and like save emails and stuff too, right? Like, yeah, and and this is from his email address, and she blocked out the email address, obviously. 
Right, but it has his name. Yeah. Right. Because I think she had enough. Oh, of it, yeah. Right. And then right, before yeah. this, you know, there's been people posting DMs from him. Right. Um. So you know, it's one of those things where there's a lot of proof. Anyways, his defense was, um, I'm hearing rumors that someone posing as me is sending people. <laughs> oh, emails, that's the classic that kind of stuff. And then he was and sending DMs, and everyone's like, "Well, here's the guy." Anyways, so this guy went to the trouble of starting up fake Twitter accounts oh. and showing, you know. This guy's pretending he's me, but you can see the date of when it was set up. Yeah. Like it, was, it was like recent, like he just made it oh. to back up. So he made oh the defensive God. claim yeah. and then made these fake. Anyways, it's, I've been obsessed with that because I've been waiting for this guy to get, you know, found out. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. Oh, so, I love that. It's God. so petty. It's so petty of me, no. but it's I, I'm allowing myself. For, no, for no, sure. You yeah. gotta be, you gotta have some petty things online. No question. I mean, Stefan, when Paul was talking about that, it kind of reminded me of when you and Rob won that Amazon contest. And then that guy like subtweeted you, that screenwriter. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it um, very much reminded me of that. If you want to tell that story. to I was, very It good. was like uh, we there was some Amazon like screenwriting thing. And I, I we didn't we got like it was like a fan. Or you was, placed or whatever. We pl- yeah. Um, and something we wrote like ended up in like the top three or top five or something. And we were like pretty excited about it. And we like posted about nice. it and stuff. Uh, and then someone, uh, subtweeted it and was basically just like, uh, like everyone has had this exact idea, you know, like it's not, it's not like a special, like yeah. after seeing a bunch of people they being said, like, Oh, they this said, is really let good. me rip the bandaid off. Yes. I always remember that. That yeah. was the subtweet started with, let me rip the bandaid off. Every emerging screenwriter has had this exact yeah. idea. And I, and I think it's not new. It's not interesting. Yeah. Like, or whatever. And I, but I think yeah. that guy like follows me now and he seems like nice enough. So, you know, me, you know, he's probably just having a bad day or something. So, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably still getting subtweeted by people i've i've basically just like um the the one i've said this before but the one good thing twitter has ever really put out is the mute feature um because then you can basically silence people who 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 don't know that they have been silenced and they're just shouting into the void um so i'm sure you know i'll see like oh this picture of my cat has been quote tweeted by two people and then i'll click it and only see one post and it's like oh that's someone sending me like a death threat or something, I guess, but I don't see it. It's totally fine. You know? Um, but yeah, I think also in the past like two years or so, I'm not really, I mean, John, you've, you've pointed this out. I feel like I've, I've like matured a bit, so I'm not looking for, I'm not, I'm not trying yeah, to like you, fuck you with people. Finally grew. So Paul, I like that update. It, it is, it is nice to get a little bit of uh Twitter drama on the pod. Yeah. Oh, we love some pettiness. We love some pettiness. Yeah. And I think it's like, because there was a big, and I'm not going to go into it on my social media update because people will get tired of me talking about curling, <laughs> but there was like a bunch of curling Twitter drama this week. Oh. And it reminds me of that too. It's like a very, like, it's like this sort of insular community where it means an awful lot to the people who are inside it, but seems completely trivial to the people who are outside of it. And it's, it can be really fun and cool. That's a good way to describe our entire podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It is funny too. We will get, like, we do get, patreon exit surveys that and these are actually honestly my favorite because we get you know we get some mean ones but most of them are just people being like oh i don't have the money anymore or i don't listen anymore uh, which is totally fine and, and cool um but then we'll get the odd patreon exit survey where the person's like yeah like i deleted twitter and i just have no idea what you guys are talking about anymore and i'm like that's honestly a w like yeah fair good enough. for you yeah. you escaped this like stupid hell that we're <laughs> that we're still stuck in. Uh, but yeah, I always love those. Uh, I love those ones. Well, my, my social media update has nothing to do with, 
I guess it kind of has something to do with Twitter because, you know, our friends from Twitter were involved, but we did the, uh, the charity Twitch stream on Friday. Uh, yep. and, and John, you had me host the newlywed game. Uh, and it was, yep. uh, the teams were you and Becca, uh, and then mm-hmm. our friend, uh, Brian and, and his, his wife, Katie. Um, yep. I, I do want to ask you, John, how do you think I did as a host? Considering, well, considering I didn't really know how the show worked at all. I was picking the yeah. questions as I went from a parade.com yeah. article. Um, yeah. and I also brought in Dan and our friend Jesse as guest hosts in the middle of the, uh, the game. So how do you, how do you think I did? Overall? Here's well, here's what I would say. Stephen. Okay. Um, this is a good, I, a good start actually, to a sentence. Yeah. I would actually say that you did pretty well. Thank you. I actually think that you, uh, you, you hosted well, you, you tried a couple times to like create chaos where there wasn't really any, sure. um, which I do appreciate. And I think that's kind of how the newlywed game functioned. Like when it was on TV and stuff too, where it's like, Oh, here's an answer. That's not really a big deal, but I'm going to turn it into one. Like we, one of the questions was, uh, what, what's like, uh, something your partner owns that you just like wish they would get rid of and they won't yeah. or whatever. And Becca quite genuinely doesn't have anything like that. Like I just, there's like really nothing. She, she doesn't have a ton of stuff. If the question stuff. was the She's other way like around, a, it would yeah, have been we, a it, well, we, yeah. There'd be like 40 different answers. <laughs> I've got a bunch of stupid shit. I'm a white guy. Of course <laughs> I have a, t- I have, I bought a fucking Mario coin block lamp that makes the coin sound when you press it to turn it on. Okay. Well, that's anyway, really cool. So you're right. It is actually super cool. But, uh, I bet but you yeah. the mic arm is on that list. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, the, uh, thank you. That's thanks, Paul. Uh, no, but it was so, so I was just, all I was thinking in my mind was like, what would Becca even say to this? Cause yeah. you, you, cause you obviously you want to try and like match your partner's answer. That's the whole point. So the like only sort of like old thing I could think of that she owned was a bathrobe. She has this like, and I just, so I, I had just bought her a new one for Christmas and she uses that one way more. And she's got this sort of old kind of ratty bathrobe. So I just wrote that down. Cause I was like, maybe she would say that. And then Stefan of course was like, what's the problem with her bathrobe? Why do you, why do you hate it? Why do you want it? I'm like, I would, I don't even care about it. It's not that big of a deal. I was just trying to get a point. Here. I think I tried to but keep that really going like, for like five minutes. Yeah, but I think that that's kind of good, though. You were like trying to create some drama on the show. So I thought that that was like an effective hosting. Yeah, but I I will say my my favorite part and the part that I wanted to to get to uh, was I think one of the questions was, uh, what is something your partner does uh, is good at that people will be surprised by? Um, And I think, uh, John, your answer was so Becca wrote down curling, right? And then you, you also answered curling. Um, yeah. because not that you don't, you do look like you would be good at curling, but no one is thinking, <laughs> oh, this guy's, you know what I mean? I think it's a surprise because yeah, no one's yeah. thinking curling. Right. Yeah, um, sure, sure. and now Brian, uh, and, and for context here, Paul, this is, this is our friend, uh, murder Brian on Twitter. Uh, he's a very prolific podcaster. Uh, yeah. Street fight radio. One of the co-hosts of street, fight which has radio. been around for a long time. Uh, yeah, over a decade. Yeah, and, I believe since 2007, he's been podcasting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and I mean, John, you have the, the POD cast with him. He's got a Jack Reacher podcast he does with our friend, Chris James. Uh, and so, uh, Brian guessed that his wife wrote down baking. Cause I guess Brian is, is good at baking and his wife wrote down podcasting and Brian, like <laughs> the, the pain in Brian's <laughs> eyes 
I mean, it was so good. And just seeing the chat like popping off and like people losing their <laughs> minds. Uh, it was it was great to the point where like I kind of want to make the newlywed game on on Twitch like a recurring thing almost. Uh, we could yeah, bring could on I'm... we could bring on like Jesse and DB, right? And like have them mm-hmm. like I think it would be perfect. So um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun hosting the newlywed game. Yeah, it was good. Um, My favorite was uh, when the qu- the question was, "What is your partner's worst habit?" Yes. And uh, I can't remember what. Katie said about herself, but she got it wrong. And Brian went, God damn it. No, too drunk. And he (laughs) held up a sign and just wrote too drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just the way he said it. He was so, he was like mad. And he was like, I don't care if you drink. It's just sometimes you get too drunk and I, and it's annoying and I don't like it, but it was just a God damn it. No, too drunk. (sighs) That yeah. really uh, got me going. Yeah, but you did good. You're good. You're Thank a you. better host than I thought you would be other than, yeah, we had to spend the first like 10 minutes of the show explaining to you what the newlywed game. Yeah, is. but I, I figured it out. I mean, all I knew about the newlywed game was the, and I did ask you guys a question, but you see it in yeah. like all the the blooper, uh, the blooper reels for game shows where it's the one question where the guy's like, what's the craziest place you ever made whoopee? And then the one woman says like, oh, my butt or whatever, right? <laughs> Um, which is like maybe the most classic game show blooper of all time. Um, and I did attempt to recreate that on the show. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't go the way I I planned, but, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was good. Um, John, do you think you and your wife would be good at the newlywed game? Cause we, how long have you two been together? First of all, cause Brian and Katie have been together for like 20 years and Becca and I've been together for four and we're just about to get married and you guys won. They were sort of, we won and they were saying like, Oh, it's that sort of an advantage. Cause you don't have like, years and years of history like how do you think that you guys would do i don't know we've been together 15 years okay so we know each other quite well but i don't know what our public answers would be that'd be the (laughs) yeah that'd be the test right because she because she's a super private person like she's one of those people where i always say you know my big i got a bunch of people that work in ai and my friend just started a new ai tech firm and i you know i'm always picking his brain and i'm like is this possible that all our facial recognition, if someone wanted to, they're going to build robots. And if they wanted to, just eliminate all their political opponents. The robots just go to their houses, kill them. He goes, oh, yeah, that's entirely possible right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, except your wife. It would not find her because she's nowhere on social media. <laughs> so she's one of those people that would survive the right. apocalypse yeah. because of that. So because of that, I'd have to, I think if it was a game, um, I'd have to be really careful what I say. Cause she doesn't like, like, you know, I never, I didn't notice I didn't even mention her name. Right. Um, yeah. I don't, I never talk about her work. Um, and she's very careful about what she says about me in public. Right. Um, as well to respect my privacy. Cause she knows, you know, there's my public persona, but then there's our stuff. Like I, I like no one, no one, um, right. where the bodies are hidden. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think oh, we would, okay. basically, it's a long way of saying we'd, we'd suck for good reasons. Okay. okay. Yeah. I like, I mean, I think that's good too. I mean, Becca and I definitely had to have that talk before we played it on the stream of like, you know, okay, we're not going to go, you know, we're not going to say this, this thing, if it comes up, like it, most of it didn't come up, but it was just like, if this question comes up, we're not going to say this thing. Right. You know, like you kind of have to go through that a little bit. Yeah. That's true for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like my wife, if, if the question was something like, you know, what, what, what's Paul really embarrassed by all the time? And she, she'd be like, Oh, his divorce. Like she would never say, (laughs) (laughs) I hope, 
that is what Becca said was the thing that she should have got rid of her ex-husband. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. that was, that was her answer as well. So uh, my social media update, I think will be just, it's just a fun one uh, for a couple reasons. The first one is just, obviously it's funny on itself, but the, tw- the tweet is great too. So someone just wrote uh, that this is back uh, on March 8th. Someone wrote LL Cool J was ridiculous in every music video he was in. Just go look. And then LL Cool J saw this tweet and that tweet goes like mega viral. So LL Cool J is like goes on TikTok and is like, okay, maybe I'll see if I can kind of break this down. But the way he tweeted it was very ice tea esque. He just wrote breaking my silence. (laughs) <laughs> like it was this big thing that yeah. you had been silent about for years. And we can watch, we don't have to watch the whole thing. It's like two minutes long, but this is LL Cool J breaking down his own ridiculous music videos. Go ahead, Dan. Ah, <clears throat> uh, time to break the silence. Yeah, I was definitely ridiculous. That's my goal. You know what I'm saying? I make my own rules. What was going on right here? Yo, playing the guitar on a young lady's leg. My father always said, when I asked him if he worked out, he said, the heaviest thing I lift is a leg. I always loved that. I think I should have had two or three girls, though. I should have had a whole band, you know what I'm saying? Drums and all that. LL poured chocolate syrup on a shorty kneecaps in broad daylight. Unhinged, chaotic behavior. Definitely was wilding. Um, although I always felt there should have been more chocolate. Maybe using a giant paintbrush or something and just really go in. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would have did. You know, now looking back, I should have went a little further with it. But yeah, it was unhinged. LL running his stiff arming, uh, stiff arming the shit out of a kid uh, in the LSG Curious. Of course. Out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is, man. No favorites. We don't do favoritism. Did you know his hat is like a shark's fin? Yeah, that's that's one of that's always been fun for me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows, you know, my hat is like a shark's fin, you know, you know, ball head and all that. You know what I'm saying? Cutting through the concrete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. Shark week, baby. Love the sharks. That's what I do. Yeah, you can cut it, like Dan. That's good. We don't have to go through the whole thing, but I just <laughs> love the idea that he's like, Yeah, I had to be ridiculous. I didn't Was that it. was that a, a video from like the official song of, of Deep Blue Sea, I guess, that last one there? Because oh, he was, yeah, might have been. He was the best part of Deep Blue Sea for sure. I don't um, think I've seen it. Paul, have you seen Deep Blue Sea? Is oh, wait, the, is, it, is it called Deep Blue? No, is that what it's called? There were the two movies that came out around the same time. I believe it is Deep Blue Sea, though. The one, is that, it okay. the one where the I shark remember. comes like out of nowhere and cuts a person in half and bites Samuel L. Jackson in yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, so, the sharks, they they've been like experimenting on the sharks' yeah. brains to make them like smarter or something. Yeah, it is Deep Blue Sea. Okay, yeah. Um. And uh, okay, here I think we it's go. like Tom Jane, LL Cool J, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Yeah, you yeah. got a Michael Rapaport. Oh, wow. Uh, set in an isolated underwater facility, the film follows a team of scientists and their research on Mako sharks to help fight Alzheimer's disease. Yes, because they're going to use their brains, I think. Right. But then they and accidentally the make the sharks too into, smart. Yeah, when plunges into chaos, when multiple genetically engineered sharks go on a rampage and flood the facility. Yeah. It's a Great. it's a fun movie, and LL Cool J lives to the end of the movie, and he's like the cook, I think. Yes, and um, so there is a very funny. I can't believe you remember all this, Stefan. By the way, oh, this is one of my favorite movies. Lucy, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's a a quote here where originally LL Cool J's role was to be played by Samuel L. Jackson, uh, but Samuel L. Jackson didn't want to be a chef. So he was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm there not going to play a chef. I, I think, uh, I think Dan mentioned this on, on the most recent YKS. Uh, and I know people in the group chat were like absolutely shocked by this, but Dan, what is your, what is your favorite movie of all time again? 
Uh, it's kill a season. Okay, and, and can you give us the context of this, this film? It's a movie made by and starring Cameron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, come on. That's well, not that's your really... actual favorite movie. It's up there. Uh, this has been a Dan heavy episode which I know people love so people will uh, love that well hold on sorry did you see the group chat was talking about this yeah they were like they could not believe that was someone's favorite movie but I think they were impressed by it have they not they got to see it obviously I know I think we continue John I think I I well I was saying we had a good segue coming up here because I was saying this has been a very Dan heavy episode and I was going to say and it's about to get more Dan heavy in our block tale nicely done what did you tweet? You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. There it is. Uh, Paul, this is a first for us. So Dan, Dan said uh, to us before, like when I said you were on the show today, uh, obviously, you've done the show before, but this didn't come up the last time you were on the show. Uh, but Dan, producer Dan, well, I, I don't, you know, I don't know how involved in this you want to get, Dan, but you actually said you think this is the first time we've had a guest on the show that you are actually blocked by. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, so, Paul, you what the fuck? You blocked <laughs> producer Dan. Was it because he didn't drink enough water? Did you do it during the making of this episode? Yeah, this before the five thousand dollar camera, I heard you had an eight hundred dollar <laughs> camera. I'm like, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> I'm not having no $800 camera using motherfucker follow me on Twitter. No. Uh, well, so this is uh, obviously I, I've, I've had people complain to me when I meet them in real life or meet them on another social media platform on Instagram or something. They ask, well, why'd you block me? I'm like, what's your handle? I look and I'm, I have no clue why I blocked them. I don't block a lot of people. Um, so what happened was in, when I was a teacher, uh, like over 10 years ago, um, during the last teacher strike, uh, I was very outspoken on Twitter. And I was getting a lot of trolls and I didn't want to waste my time with it. So someone suggested, oh, use this block service. You just subscribe to it and put your handle on there and they'll, they'll block people for you. People, you know, I'm like, okay. Um, so I subscribed to that service. I've subscribed to a couple more services. I found it sort of cool. Like, oh, this is easy. I don't have to even waste my time. Um, but then when people started complaining, I'm, I'm, they're blocked. Um, I realized, oh, I, I'm still subscribed to this. I forgot the name of the service. I forgot login. I forgot everything. I don't know how to get off these these lists. So Dan's in that group of probably like a lot of people who are blocked <laughs> by me already, and I have no clue. So, so this is still happening. It. You're still getting. You're still blocking people that you don't I know. Yes, I'm it. still blocking people, or I blocked them a long time ago. I yeah. don't know how many people I'm blocking a day. Uh, That's crazy. Wow. Did I'm sure you... some of our listeners maybe will will we'll find out uh, tomorrow when this episode comes out. But I, I'm sure some of our listeners will be blocked by you completely accidentally as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, when you originally signed up for it, like what was the, cause we've cut like block lists have obviously come up on the show before, but it's usually based around like someone. So it'll be like, I want to block anybody who follows Donald Trump, or I want to block anybody who, you know, so do you remember, like, was there a, a, a sort of specific, like fulcrum point that you were picking to, to decide who you were blocking? The first one was about public education and teachers, like anti-teacher talk. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like people, people purposely going out of their way to troll teacher, public education teachers. I definitely would have been pro-teachers, but I also maybe would have uh, trolled some teachers <laughs> as well at that time. So it's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> T- 
10 years ago, (laughs) over 10 years ago, probably. Um, Yeah. So that, that would have been the first list. Another list was um, in 20, no, no, 20. I can't remember when Donald Trump started his run for the presidency. Was it 2014 or 2015? 2015, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just saw my timeline. I'm like, you know, I need to make this smoother. I don't like to see fights between people. So even if they didn't come after me, I'm like, you know, let's, let's block this section of people, people who are anonymous, don't have uh i remember one was like if they don't show a real face yeah uh, oh walk it right and then i realized how stupid that was later on i tried to unsubscribe from it and i think i might have unsubscribed but I, i'm not really sure so one was wow. like avi based um i oh, know for a while i think dan you had a picture of your face sort of right but it was like, yeah. with like a blue filter or whatever no that was natural lighting was it okay yeah yeah okay so that wouldn't have been it it was just blurry because it didn't drink enough water. So it really like <laughs> wasn't coming out right. He's just a blurry dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That was back in his eight hundred dollar camera days. Yeah. So it was it was tough for him. Yeah, that's interesting. Like I don't know. I've obviously never used a block list, but that's interesting that it can get that like um, that into the sort of minutia of like, oh, they do an anti-teacher post. Okay, they're gone. Well, I, I wish I could get off it because I've I've run I've I've met some people on my Instagram and say, oh, you know, you're blocked. I'm I'm blocked on this. I'm like, have you ever said this or this? They go, no. And I did a quick scroll. I'm like, well, I can't guess what they did said right. ten years ago, but I'm pretty sure they didn't do that. So this thing just sort of swept people up like a like a trawler, um, <laughs> just picking up things off the ocean floor uh, by accident. Um, I'm 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 aiming for herring and I picked up dolphins. <laughs> Dan or beautiful dolphins. And the dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now this is so, cause do you find, I, I actually have a joke about this, but like I find with the teacher strike is always teacher strikes are always very fascinating because it's like, you'll get, I find the first week is good. Everyone's like, yes, teachers deserve more. They're heroic. They're the best people on earth. And then it's like their kids been home for a week. And then they're like, fuck you, you yeah, greedy yeah. motherfucker. Get back in the school. I will kill you. I find it's like it, it, it's very, it, it can be very fast how it turns on us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was, that's, that's sort of like, I, I remember the last teacher strike when I was, I think in 2012 or whenever that was, um, that's when a lot of my friends took early retirement. You remember that? Thing yeah. Came, right. Yeah. All of them. That's when I realized, oh, I got to get the hell out of here. The school's about to get really yeah. bad because no one's coaching anymore. No one's doing a clubs. Uh, I felt bad for the kids. Um, yeah, but the, the move was to show like, this is how much free shit teachers do. When we stop doing the free shit, let's see what happens. And yeah. it, what I thought was going to happen is parents would come in and volunteer. But then I think it happened for a bit. But then, you know, we have all these security checks. You can't just have anybody come into the school. Um, so you can't have a criminal record. You can't, you know, you, 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 if the kids don't like you, you can't be in there. Um, and I think a lot of older people realized, oh, I'm not as likable. With young people, that was, right? and it's a fucking yeah. nightmare being here. Um, totally, yeah, totally, yeah. I think they—that's a big thing. They just assume they're like, oh, the kid. If I was a teacher, I would be unreal at it. The kids would love me. It's an easy job. And the one thing I always find that's so interesting is like people's opinions are formed from when they were in high school. Like most people never go back into a high school, yeah. so yeah. it's like this weird thing where they're bait. Like you know, I'll see sometimes we go on strike and people will be like. Oh, well, you know, I can remember I had one teacher and we just watched movies every day and they didn't do fucking shit. What, you know, it's like, well, you were 16, you're 40 now. Are you number one? Are you sure you're remembering that correctly? Number two, 
you probably hated the team. They probably didn't like you either. You know, like it's always <laughs> just this weird. And that's not to say there aren't bad teachers because yeah, obviously yeah. there are, but it just yeah. is like, that shit always blows me away. It's like, well, you haven't even been in the building for 20 years. You're informing your opinion of this based on when you were a child. That's yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is when we had guest speakers, we've had people come in. Oh, cause Clarny was a huge school. We've had people who do Ted talks and you know, kill. And they, they, they want to now talk to the kids and, you know, high school kids are fucking smart. They're really mm-hmm. bright. They're really, they're really nuanced and savvy, like more than the, the teachers quite often. And when they're coming in and I, and I look at their Ted talk, I'm like, oh, this guy's not going to do well. This guy's going to suck because the, a, a, an adult sense of authenticity is different from a teenager's sense of authenticity. Totally. Right. So I've often seen uh, adults come in and they're like, everybody, you know, fuck, and they swear thinking that's going to win the kids. Over. It's like watching amateur night at a comedy club oh. when they're not used to a, a, an apathetic crowd. And it's the most cringeworthy thing. And I, but I've always sort of secretly liked it. Cause it's like, yeah, this shit's hard. It's not, yeah. you can't just step into a, a classroom and then get the respect. Totally. Totally. Well, Paul, can we get our ever, our first ever live unblocking on the show? I don't think we've ever had this happen before. Can you no, unblock I don't know that Dan we have. on the show? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. So your your handle again? It's uh, early 90s pants. Early 90s 90s pants. And yeah. You were unblocked. Whoa. Wow. Right Amazing. Only took us 174 episodes. Oh so we God. have our first ever live unblocking. What Thank an you, experience. Paul. It'd be they funny if you unblocked Paul. Paul right now. <laughs> Block, unblocked and muted. Here we go. <laughs> uh, we have a great listener block as well. This one comes in from Robert. Uh, and the subject is just my congressional representative. Uh, always good. Hello, Stefan and John. My listener block is the representative for Nebraska's first congressional district, Jeff Fortenberry. That's already okay. Already, you know, you don't trust that guy. <laughs> I caught the block a few years back when he was involved in a scandal in which someone had defaced an ad for his reelection campaign by placing giant googly eyes over his picture and changing his name on the sign to Jeff Fartenberry. Okay. Yep. First, he attempted to have a state university employee fired for liking a Facebook post about the defacing. Then he pressed charges against the alleged perpetrator and sued them for damages. I believe I was blocked after he tweeted something about political violence in regards to the graffiti. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but I either replied with the classic pig poop balls picture yep. or the gif of the pig spraying diarrhea while <laughs> wagging its tail. It's hard to remember. That's a anyway, hippo. Ju- Just to be clear, that's a hippo. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, Stefan, you obviously know more about that than anyway. Jury selection starts this week in his federal trial for lying to the FBI while being investigated for illegal campaign contributions. (laughs) I can't wait for him to have to feel no repercussions whatsoever. Cheers and keep up the great work, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Nicely done. Great. Great work, Robert. Thank you so much for sending that in. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. Also, if you have a secret that you want to send in to us, we do uh, our, our secret party episodes. They're always a fun time. Uh, we'll, uh, we won't reveal your name or anything like that, but you can send those into secrets at blockedparty.com and maybe those will get read on a future bonus episode as well. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month, including one coming up this week, Tom and Demi finally making their appearance on the program. We're going to have a hangout episode. That's right. We'll be talking about the con egg the whole time. So we will be, uh, if you were tuned into the stream, you'll know what we're talking about. If you weren't, maybe you'll also know what we were talking about. Also a bad call. 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, just, we got a bunch of stuff over there. You can check out, we got merch, merch.blockparty.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blockpartypod. And if you like the show, tell a friend, uh, Paul, uh, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish off every show with a top three, three, two, one, three, two, one. Uno, 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 mustard. Three. Sauce. Two. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. Now, as Stefan alluded to earlier, uh, your last top three, very memorable. So I don't know if you're you going to be able to, to live talk up to that here. today, but we'll, we'll try. Okay. It's also food related. Excellent. But it's a game I like to play with my friends uh, during when we were in college together uh, and just, you know, smoking up, nothing else to do. Uh, so you're stuck on a desert island for the rest of your life okay. by yourself, but you got a personal chef for some reason. He also got uh, 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 thrown overboard with you, him or her. And they can grab three items, enough three food items, but you got to eat it for the rest of your life. That's it. Okay. Now, are what? these and like... You can't, make up shit. you can't just make up, I want this and this. You can't... It's not one of those personal chefs, but they'll do the cooking for you. So don't worry about how hard it is. Are these like three dinner. ingredients or is it no. like three like full dishes? Di- okay. Dish. okay. 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 Right. <sighs> okay. All right. This is going to be tough. It's, it's like it's one of the best versions of that. Right. But it's for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay. Three for the rest of your life. All right. Okay. Paul, what's your, Paul, number, what's three? your number three? Okay. My number three, cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Cause it's got the lettuce. Classic. It's got the, uh, the meat I need. I need, it's got, uh, um shit i should have said bacon burger but i think that's too complicated <laughs> cheeseburger you got the cheese the, uh and a little bit of condiments right so if i'm feeling a little yeah. extra hungry i just scrape off the tomato sauce like stefan would yeah. and just like eat it as a meal <laughs> it's another meal well st- that paul that'll be your lord of the flies moment when you want a bacon cheeseburger you'll have to go find the pig and kill it yeah and yeah. then uh then you can have a bacon cheeseburger but yeah, yeah i mean i think that's a classic stefan you're number three uh, i'm gonna go burger as well i'm gonna go but i'm gonna go with the uh like a uh, mushroom and swiss burger that's my favorite type of burger um i love i love the nice like sauteed mushrooms on there and like also that's a that's a nice burger that burger like gets better like the more like kind of like better the chef is you know what i mean like those, that burger can, can, can like really suck too but like if it's when it's cooked right that's a great burger so i'm saying a mushroom oh. and swiss burger Hold on, Steph. So that one, you got no lettuce on that, right? Because lettuce sort of ruins yeah, the texture Yeah, there's no of that. lettuce. It's like, it's mostly just mushroom and, and cheese. And then I guess there's probably some condiments on there too. But, um, and like a, you know, a, a brioche bun, I guess we'll go with maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think brioche is the right choice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, my number three, I'm just going to go classic steak dinner. Yeah. Steak, baked potato, and then some green broccoli, asparagus, whatever. I don't really care. Um, but yeah, that's my, I don't love burgers. I, I'm not like obsessed with that. I wouldn't need a burger. I wouldn't want to have a burger like every other day for the rest of my life. So yeah. So I'd go steak, uh, steak, baked potato, some kind of green. We're, we're very ready nice. Rock. Uh, Paul, you're number two. My number two is a Korean dish called a, a, a peeping pop. It's just rice. Yep. You probably had it rice with a whole bunch of vegetables, a little bit of meat, spicy sauce, and a fried egg on top. That way, if I'm not in the mood for certain things, I could just pick them out yeah. and save it for its own meal or that kind of thing. So not extra fancy, but, but it satisfies my rice hankering I'm going to get every day. Yeah. Very nice. Smart. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Number two, I'm going to go with, uh, with a BLT with a side of uh, just like kettle potato chips. Uh, that to me is like, that's like the perfect lunch, like a fresh BLT with like really nice bacon, fresh lettuce, uh, like an heirloom tomato. 
on on like sourdough bread. Um, I mean, that's a fantastic sandwich. I think a BL- BLT sandwiches are very underrated. I feel like people think they they fell off a little bit. It's still a great sandwich. Um, I one of my go to sandwiches for sure. And then the sandwich potato chip combo uh, it just can't be beat. Well, that's two sandwich themed meals now. I know. I know. That's, I, that's I'm a little worried here. Dangerous <laughs> territory. Yeah. Dangerous yeah. territory. Um, well, I'm going to go with the uh, the white man's uh, version of the bibimbap, which is uh, Power Bowl. Uh, so, you know, very similar type thing, you know, but not Korean. <laughs> uh, which is, I just don't like egg, so that I'm so I'm already out on that. But I like, uh, yeah, just like some kind of combination of like a like tofu. Uh, quinoa, you know, you get your maybe some cabbage in there, some edamame, some carrots, uh, you know, whatever they, whatever the chef feels, you know, there's a bunch of different options you could have, but similar to your strategy too, Paul, you could kind of have it prepared a few different ways, depending on, you know, how tired or whatever you get of, of the thing that you're having. So yeah, I think that's my number two, Paul, your number one, my number one, got to do this one. It is uh, a, a pepperoni mushroom pizza. Cause I know that's the one thing that's going to kill me for the rest of my life. If I can never eat that again, that will kill me. Yeah. I, I have to go with uh, pizza choice for my number one as well. Uh, it just has to happen. And I think I'm just going with, uh, I got to think here. Cause there's so many options. It's just I, tomato paste. Okay, well, maybe there's definitely some tomato paste involved. Um, but my, my dad makes a very good pizza with like, uh, I think it's like spicy sausage. Uh, you got some green peppers, some onion in there as well. A couple of different types of cheese, um, a little bit of a thicker crust. Um, so we're going with that pizza. I had to get pizza on there. Uh, you know, you get the the green peppers, you got some veggies in there. The one thing I'm really missing is like fruit and like a dessert thing, but I guess we're all sort of missing that so far. Yeah, well, we'll we're see missing, what's on. And breakfast too. Breakfast well, is but, tough. Like, but Paul has the egg. I got right? my fried egg. Yeah. yeah, true. Paul could take the egg off the bibimbap and then have it the next and day. And the pizza, that's pizza for breakfast is a, is a thing, yeah. I, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's my number yeah. one. I had to get some pizza mine, in there. Mine is really suffering with no breakfast. Oh, also, can I just clarify that the burger for number three, that comes with a side of fries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not having breakfast is killer. And I, I was really debating between steak and, and a breakfast item, Yeah, but I just felt like overall, like I have smoothies every day for breakfast. So like, do I need a smoothie every day for the rest of my life? Probably not. I mean, I probably will do that on like earth, but like in this situation, I don't know. I'm, I just, I, I'm similar to you guys with pizza, but one meal, if I just could never have it again, that would kill me is, is chicken tenders and fries. Yeah. I just like, I was, I, the fried I, chicken I was a tough, time. that was a tough uh, cut for me. It's tough, you know, cause I feel like, yeah, those are sort of your, you uh, can kind of only have one or the other, the sort of the fried chicken choice or the pizza choice. I don't even have a sandwich in here. Like no. I feel like maybe I fucked up, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, it's a tough, only three is tough. I feel like five <laughs> is like, money if i could have two more i'm like living the life three this ooh, is a tough this is a tough top three but I, I i'm pretty happy with my answers i think uh like paul i feel like you've had a long time to think about this um so. i have and it's the fried chicken one that always throws me for a loop, oh yeah right but but it would be funny if you chose a smoothie you go around <laughs> that rest of the island and there's all these fruit trees <laughs> i know well that's what i'm yeah that's what i'm assuming i'm like you know what maybe there'll be some produce available here on this desert island i can make happen but <laughs> Great top three, uh, great appearance on the show, Paul. Great to have you back. Uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? 
no, hopefully uh, I'm, I'm just waiting to see if Amazon picks up my show uh, with yeah. uh, Ken Jeong and Daniel Day Kim. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're in the waiting game now. I just submitted the last thing and now we just wait. So cross fingers yeah. next time fingers I'm on the show, we were talking about my Amazon series. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we would love that. We or or love why that. I returned to teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, is it, did you guys do a, you did a pilot, right? Or is this, yeah. it's still, yeah. Okay. So wrote, wrote, the pilot. Waiting, yeah. wrote the pilot. Okay, great. Well, we're everyone here in the block party universe is hoping our, our best for you. And speaking of teaching, you do have a book as well. It's called you suck, sir. I should have mentioned that off the top of the show. I have a copy of it. It's a very funny book. It's stories from uh, when Paul was a teacher and, and it's really great. Um, so check that out. Uh, you can also follow Paul on Twitter at Mr. Paul Bay, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. You can also donate to the show again, patreon.com slash block party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.